This is Hold Up AFK with Perdana and Kenny. All right, so we have a new stinger in the front, a little intro, as y'all could hear. Kenny right now can't really hear it, but you'll hear it after, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, because you, you, you always you're you're the resident reviewer of our podcast, so mm-hmm. so yeah, let me know how that goes. But so everyone, we're here at episode four, four. right? And we're gonna up our production value since uh, you saw a stinger, and now I I got the audio fixed. Kenny bought a new mic, right? Three hundred dollar mic, Sennheiser three hundred dollar mic, right? <laughs> yeah, we've been making. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. You know, from all our uh, seven followers, you know, we got those uh, ad ad uh, ad revenue from that. But but yeah, thank so bots. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Russian bots. Thank you, um, uh, other uh, spam accounts and uh, other people that find yep. us organically. And that um, one random stranger in Korea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I think they're tuning in now. Korea still awake. It's probably what time is it over there? You think it's about eleven p.m. 11, 11, PM. 11 Okay. Yep. So, and in speaking of us being more organized, so we're gonna section mm-hmm. off, and I mean we're gonna have these conversations. We're gonna keep it chill still, just a conversation, me and Kenny. But we're gonna have it a little bit more organized. So we're gonna start off with the weekly updates of everything that's been going on in the world, right? So. One thing that we have to talk about that's major is Game of Thrones. End am I right or am I right? You're right. It's end of an era, man. End of an era. What am I right? going to do on my Sunday nights now? But what am I so me do? and you, we uh, looked at the spoilers because mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. Do you like you? Do you like reading spoilers beforehand? I I know I do. Sometimes, sometimes if I can predict it and not excited for it, like just tell me. I, I don't have any interest in it because for me. Um, I like spoilers because I don't want to miss something when I watch. Because when I'm in the movie, I'm watching something. I tend to miss a lot of clues, and I like to know. And I don't want to waste my time and rewatch something. Except Avengers, you know, Endgame. I didn't read any spoilers. I wanted to come into it fresh, and yeah. I'm happy I did. But with Game of Thrones, knowing that how how everything was gonna end, I was like, oh, let me fucking read these spoilers. And <laughs> and to my disappointment, they were true. Right. Oh, true. The leaks were hundred percent true. So, what I mean, was your got my what was your biggest disappointment? My biggest episode? disappointment was that it was just too predictable. Too predictable. It's just it didn't feel satisfying. And that's gonna be so. What was predictable to you? People. Without having the spoilers, what like what did you kind of expect? So after they killed for season eight, right? We're talking about just for season eight. Yeah. In terms of season eight, the whole buildup up to this point was the Night King. At that point, after they killed him, I just what really saw what's, what's right? there to do. What's yeah. there to do? Tie up loose ends, and we, that's what we did. We just tied up loose ends. That's that was like, like, what episode was Night King? It was like two episode two, three. right? Or oh, three? three? Three. Yeah, out of how many episodes is, was it? Like six. six in the seven? Yeah. Okay, so what else? What else was predictable? Did you, But did you know that? Arya was going to stab him. That was no, a shocker to I me. Did it. That was a shocker, but it yeah. wasn't the kind of shocker I wanted. Oh, like okay. A lot of people didn't want that either. Why? Because it was... What? Because the whole time they were leading up to the whole prophecy of... Ezra oh, High, yes. High, and then nowhere did it, they ever allude to Arya being the person, being the savior. And then suddenly, okay, I guess. Why, why, did you think, why do you think they pick Arya? I don't even, it doesn't even bother me that they picked her. For me, it just felt a little inconsistent because in the earlier part of the episode, you see her struggling yeah. to get through in the library, the library scene. And then that out of nowhere. That was my biggest gripe, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, she couldn't go through the library undetected and all these zombies, you know. I mean, oh, we could go on for the whole season eight. But what else, what else about the last episode, at least? Um, did you predict any of that happening? After watching all the other episodes? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I knew 100% Danny was going to die. No way was she going to survive that. But I didn't... The fact that they just killed her off in the first 10 minutes, just like that, like, it felt like an afterthought. Like, okay, she's gone. 
Just like that. And that's the thing to me too that was kind of weird is like Danny didn't expect like you know that whole build up when they were talking about how John is uh, a threat and everything you know like I feel like did they just say that to hype him up so he could kill her because it seemed like she didn't even really think about that she didn't think think that John was a threat she was in love with him with his with her uh, you know with her nephew what is this Alabama (laughs) what's going on (laughs) um how about um how about the dictator you know what i didn't even listen to how was that dictator speech of uh danny so it felt very very similar to everything every other speech we've seen before like i'm a you mean like adolf hitler yeah because i listen to a lot of that stuff no i Uh, (laughs) have you seen have you seen any star wars movies they all stand in front of a crowd it's the same shot oh yeah and i heard um that dragon scene where her wings are like that was really i mean those are good well well so game of thrones is never disappointed from a production standpoint yeah i think that was a good shot it was a great shot but in the context it felt a little silly to me. It was like, look, you're hammering us over the head, the fact that she's evil. Yeah. She's dressed up in all black, all leather, giving a dictator speech. And now she has, like, dragon wings appearing from her back? Like, I get it. I get it. She's a bad guy. She's crazy. <laughs> okay. So there was a good write-up that I, – did I send it to you? I, sent, I think I sent you the write-up about how in the book – I don't know if I even talked about this already, but pretty much in the book, she um, it's mentioned that she, I don't know who's talking to her, or I think she's just kind of reflecting, and it says, like, dragons don't plant trees. You know, dragons just burn. So you should accept what you are and be the dragon you are, which kind of alludes to, like, her and destruction, right? And I mm-hmm. think that wasn't really portrayed a lot or like that message wasn't consistent you know like the whole time what i got out of danny is like she's a person that's like struggling and like overcoming odds of like surviving the um the the, what are they called the 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 dothrakis the slaves and the masters and then coming over here getting her army you know like it wasn't like it wasn't i don't know that message yeah no to me like that message of like Hey, when you're gonna, when you get the throne, you're gonna be an unstoppable, like, destruction of death, you know, or like a, a force that's all about destruction, you know. It seemed right. like they kind of downplayed her as like some person that's gonna be like the ruler of all the worlds and like freeing all the slaves, you know. Um, because one thing too that 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 um, that oh my god, my son's in the background. So if you guys <laughs> hear him crying. I'm sorry. Um, he's taking a shower, <laughs> taking a bath. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so one thing that they said was like where she was at. There's a lot of slaves, and it's clear who the bad guys are, you know. So she's freeing the slaves. It's clear that she's a good guy. But once she's at Westeros, and there's no slaves there, like what's her role, you know? So she's a that's the thing. Yeah, who could she liberate, right? So, I mean, yeah, I already kind of knew she was a bad. Not bad person, but like she's just gonna destroy people that don't agree with her, you know. And and that's what happened with uh uh Cersei, you know. And uh, and that's why you know, as cold blooded as I sounded when I was like, burn those motherfuckers down, like, dude, Cersei, that's the thing, this should have built her up, like, everybody should have known, like, everybody should have been on Cersei's side, like, begging her to to like what uh Tyrion was doing you know like don't fucking don't don't egg her on she's gonna burn the whole town please 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 but everyone was just like oh screw Cersei's no oh Danny's gonna defeat her I'm like dude this is even more worse than that because if she doesn't play ball Danny's gonna burn the whole city down and which she did and that's why I was like all hype because I was like this is what's gonna happen like like you no one saw this coming like only only the only the 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 small dude and that's that's politically correct, right <laughs> <laughs> only Tyrion, <laughs> only Tyrion knew you know and he's like the smartest dude i was like oh my god okay well and everyone's gonna burn 
So that was my two cents of everything. But uh, good. How about how about um all the all the uh what is it like the update of where everyone is at now at yep, the very end? So that was so it looks like kind of weird and like I felt like it was weird and forced. I don't know what what do you think about that? So in the context of what they've done, I think it was like the best ending possible that they could have done for what they provided. So it gave closure. So we know, at least with the Star Children, everyone has an ending that can also, but there's also a feeling of uncertainty that we could either continue in later story threads. Yeah. Other characters, it's logical. It's a logical conclusion. I feel so they. So you're saying they left it open so if they want to do some type of story about Arya um, going to adventure, they could. Or they could. what else do they have? Like the North with Sansa, right? So you're yep. saying they, they kind of left that open. Yep, they're independent country. Uh, uh, the king. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I feel like it's still after what happened with all the you know, with with everyone's reaction to season eight, I don't think there's going to be any more Game of Thrones. Um, At least not for a while. Yeah, well, I feel bad. And then came, go for it. Did what? You see what George George R. R. Martin came out and talked about it? So everyone's reaction to it. What did he say? So, I didn't see that. He did say everything from what most part what D and did. He liked it. He liked it, but. And his response, because everyone, there's a lot of backlash, right? So everyone's asking when he's coming out with his books and if they're going to be the same ending. And he said, yes, but no, but yes, but no. But what? Yes. <laughs> what does that mean? So it's exactly what it sounds like. So it sounds like because he gave them the, the ending. Overall, well, no, not just the ending, but where he wanted everyone to end up, like broad yeah. strokes, so like kind of an outline. So they took his ideas and kind of ran with it. I guess he, they just didn't do what. And they told him, like, dude, you need to give us more than that. So Bran's just going to roll? It's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like Bran's going to roll. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, and Danny's going to die. You know, I don't know why. Maybe get stabbed. And then they're just like, That's it. That's yes. why I'm like, dude, that was like weird having it like six episodes as well. Like, I felt like. They that that was like a clue to me, like oh shit, they're trying to really end this, you know. They're trying to end Game of Thrones, and they don't have a lot of ideas, so they're just gonna try to wrap it up all quick, you know. That's for me. That was like a major indicator of like, oh, season eight's not gonna be too crazy. No, I mean, how can I mean, you top that battle of the White Walkers? You know, so either we're gonna get that White Walker battle at the very end. But since we got it early, episode three, I'm like, okay, what's left? Like you said, you know, like what's left? They just killed him. They just killed him. We move, we fast forward, and it's all it felt like. Yeah. Fast forward, like okay. But okay. at least Ghost reunited with Jon Snow. Yes. Yes. He got a pat got. on the head. Right? <laughs> so that was a good. That was a good ending. So, but speaking that. speaking of pets. Yes. You were telling me about Grumpy Cat. Um, so we're going to the next update of Grumpy Cat. What? I only know him from the memes. So tell me everything about Grumpy Cat. Great segue there. So Grumpy Cat, rest in peace. Our rest friend in peace. Carter. I don't, have my, I don't have beer on me, but I'm pouring it for you. Grumpy I'm Cat. What's his name? Carter? Grumpy, Grumpy Cat. Carter Sauce. Okay. Carter, it's tartar. So what happened? So, what happened with this he, cat? He had a UTI, which is a urinary tract infection. Okay. And apparently... His pee was animals. dirty? Very dirty. For apparently for <laughs> animals. For <laughs> animals, it's very, very life-threatening. And, uh, oh, God. You know, <laughs> it didn't make it. Oh, man. You, you know, heaven. I don't know what it's like. I wonder if I ever got a UTI before. I don't, I don't know if I ever one. <laughs> I think I, I got I think I got lint caught in there, but I don't, I don't know if that's a UTI. <laughs> oh, okay. That sucks. Sorry, uh, for tartar sauce. Okay, and then um but the meme I thought the meme died a long time ago. 
I feel like the meme did die, but it didn't really truly die. You know how I thought the meme go. died because the cat died. So the cat didn't die. No. The cat the cat just died. But how do you know it's that cat? Isn't it a isn't it a specific um breed that looks no, like well, that? So, no, it's not. So that cat apparently has had some kind of deformity. That's why it's like kind of droopy grumpy? looking. That's why its mouth looks like the yeah, grumpy. But oh apparently apparently it it had some genetic defects, so it couldn't really move its move its jowls. So that's why it was more permanently formed into a, a grumpy, grumpy frown. Grumpy frowning cat. Grumpy frowning cat. Okay, well, rest in peace to uh, tartar sauce. Hopefully, you know. I guess he's in meme heaven he, with he, Bob he, Ross. Right. <laughs> he ran up. He used up all his uh, continues. Nine lives. Nine lives. And he's up there in heaven. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, grumpy cat, dude. I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there are mourning his death. When did he die? Uh, Sunday. 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 Oh man, how did you find this out? I didn't even really I, see anything about it. I only saw like so one article. It's crazy it. how I find out things. So I'm usually on browsing our Lego on uh, on the subreddit. Yeah. And like. The- I first heard about Chewbacca. People are posting a bunch of Chewbacca pictures, like uh, a Lego form of Chewbacca. And like, oh, because, yeah. Like, what the heck? That's how I found out. And then I saw a bunch of, the other day, just the other day, saw a bunch of Grumpy Cat. Like, what? Like a On the I Lego? Saw, hey. Yeah. Like, someone made Grumpy Cat out of Lego. So I thought, hey, this is pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't and see rest that. In peace. Okay, we'll post something about Grumpy Cat on Instagram. Because I, I need to see that or the Lego one, so we'll post it on we'll there. Because I want to see it too. I will post it on yeah. the blog. I mean, okay, we on the blog. We will sing some songs. We will sing some songs for <laughs> charter songs. Oh, speaking songs. of songs, there you look at these transitions. You were on point. All right, <laughs> this this is a, feel like a forced transition. All right, these are all <laughs> organic <laughs> transitions. <laughs> speaking of songs, <laughs> speaking of this is what we're going to call this segment for now. It's speaking of all right, speaking, speaking of. of this week on Speaking of, so okay, I bowl. I bowl every Thursday and bowling. Tuesday. For kids out there, he goes bowling. Yeah, I'm bowling a bowler, alley. all right? And in this bowling alley I go to, they always have these music videos, right? Mm-hmm. And then I saw one. It's kind of catchy. I was like, what the hell is this? How come it's all Red Dead Redemption freaking mm-hmm. clips? And I was just, and I, and, I, and I saw it and I just kind of forgot about it because I was bowling or whatever. So... Mm-hmm. The other day, it came back around my feeds, and it was uh, it was um, with Miley Cyrus's dad. You know, well, first off, to be honest, I saw a headline that said Miley Cyrus going topless for her dad and not a little ex. Not like what the fuck? It's some Wait, disgusting shit. I don't know. I was like, what the hell? This is some disgusting shit. Let me click on it. So I clicked on it, <laughs> and then. Uh, and it was the song, and I guess she was just like promoting on Twitter because her dad was like on it. But let me okay. let me play a quick snippet of it. Where is it, real quick? Uh, um, Oops, yeah. wrong one. That was the original ham sandwich kid. Where where is this? All right, uh, let me play a little bit. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about it because it's it was originally a meme when he made it. Oh my God! There's like ads. Oh, here's an ad of Pets 2, everybody. Pets 2, I like that movie. I'm excited okay. for that movie. And these are one of those ads I can't freaking skip. So, there you guys heard it. So this is the song right here. You guys are going to hear a clip. Right here. Yep. Where's the Old Town mm-hmm. Road part? Alright, let me fast forward it to the hook. There you go. So this uh, this song has Billy Ray Cyrus, and originally it was um, it had Red Dead on it. So now it went viral because one, when it originally came out, they said it was a country. But actually, you know what? I think it went viral because it was Red Dead. You know, everyone loves that game. Did you beat it? No, I never played it. 
What the? Okay, you're waiting for the PC release. Oh my god! I'm waiting for I'm this guy. What? I'm True hipster. It's gonna happen. True it's hipster. Happen. You know it's gonna happen. Oh my god! Rockstar's gonna make so much Why don't more you just money. Emulate it. You can't emulate PS4 games yet, huh? You can't on PC. PS4. Okay, well, anyway, so it was Red Dead, like just like how I saw it originally at the bowling alley. I was like, what the hell is that? People listened to it. You know, it was catchy. They probably Googled it, found it on YouTube, downloaded it, made memes on it. Because I guess. I don't really use Twitter a lot, but Twitter is the birthplace of all trends. Is that true, you think? I thought it was Instagram or Twitter. It's one of them now, Reddit somewhere. Oh, I think it's Twitter because everything I hear, people hear it from Twitter. So there was a lot of memes that say like – there was a meme that said it's like – I hate country music. And then, the, and then when old town road comes on and then it had a clip of like some guy dancing <laughs> to it, it's just some funny means you just go on Twitter, you Twitter users out there and uh, check it out. But, but it's just interesting how I feel. I don't know if it's, that's the case, but he gained traction because of red dead. Cause originally he was just a, supposedly I was reading somewhere that he ran a Nicki Minaj fan account on Twitter. And then he went viral. Um, when he what? made this song, just posting what Mickey Minaj is eating, I guess. Oh, she's taking a shit right now, thing? guys. Um, she's eating a PB and J. I don't know what I don't know what fan accounts do, dude. What do fan accounts do? I don't know. Like I'd be I, a all fan I, of Nicholas. All I feel like Nicholas. What? Nicholas Minaj. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Her uh, Nick Nick Minaj after she has a, a sex change or what? Yes, Nicholas Minaj. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then he made that song. He went viral. He put it on Red Dead, and you know it, it went, it went viral. And then when it was on billboards, that's when it went even more viral because the country billboards took it off and said he wasn't country enough. And that's how. What does Billy, that mean? Even mean? Okay, so first of all, it needs Nicholas twang. I don't know twang or some twang? shit. I don't know. You can hear it in the point. song, like the guitar, I guess. I don't know, dude. This that was always all weird. You know, I I don't research that much into this stuff. I just kind of like gloss over it. But yeah, I don't know. There's supposed to be some type of like sound, I guess, to country. I don't know if someone could tell us. You know, post it somewhere, comment it somewhere that you know how country sounds like. But I don't know. It's not country enough to me. So, um, yeah. So now there was like a remix with uh, my Cyrus's dad and. uh and uh but there's no red dead clips on it anymore they actually made a they actually made a movie him going like the movie premise is like he's in red dead world or like Uh cowboy world steals you know there's like some symbolic shit because like he's stealing money and then they're hiding out and he's like oh you know last time i was here um they weren't too fond of me and then billy ray was like oh you're with me now and then they shoot at him and he and he runs away and he's like in 2019 or whatever and that's when the song starts um but yeah so now it's a viral and i don't some people hate it some people love it because it's it, it's originally a meme so people think it's just like a mockery or not mockery but like a just like it's not like a legit song but i think it's pretty legit i i once you hear it again kenny you're gonna probably listen to it all day tomorrow but i was listening listen all day all yesterday day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah, that's old town room people you know listen to it tell us What's what you about? like about it I don't, it's just about down. like that's the thing i think it's because i think it's not country because it's about like booties and like you know all the hip-hop stuff minus drugs and killing so it's about him like having a black um matted horse riding on his horse cheating on his girlfriend and stuff like that. I don't know why he mentioned that. Oh, because it rhymes with something. Cheating with my girl. You could ask her if you're. I don't know. I don't know the lyrics. But um, sounds like southern rap to me. Yeah. That that well, like the new genre is called hip hop. So it's not hip hop. Hip hop like yeehaw. <laughs> hip hop. Yeah, like coming from the south, like isn't it? Yeah, Atlanta. I think it's Atlanta. Yeah. That's where the guy's from. But I think that. Well, when I looked at his YouTube page, there was not much there he's like milking the shit out of this song you know Might and as well. uh, yeah i do it yeah for a whole week for a whole week he's been doing that and it, it went to freaking 48 million now 48 million listens 
And then after right. this video, after this comes out, it's going to go up to 41, 48, oh, 48. I know, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Million. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do what we call the segment again? How are we transitioning? Uh, did you hear this? No, no, it's not did you hear this. The transition was... Uh, Speaking of, there you go. Speaking so, of, speaking of <laughs> full-length movies, <laughs> our last thing we're going to talk about is John Wick 3, Brightburn, Which and Godzilla. we both have not seen. We have not seen any of these movies, but we're just going to do uh, a, a, our take on them, right? So I forgot about John Wick yeah. 2. So I don't know what John Wick 2 is about, but John Wick 1 was about his dog getting killed. Yeah, John, John Wick 2. 2. Well, John Wick one, he got he finished his revenge. He got his revenge, killed Theon Greyjoy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And in John Wick two, from what I remember, it looked like he was on. I actually don't remember John Wick two. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna rewatch it. But what's John Wick three about then? I don't know. Oh no no John Wick three. So I know how it ended. John Wick two. Two ended. Yeah yeah. It ended with him. Remember in the he was at the hotel and then he. He started. He broke the rules and started fighting in there. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now everyone's after him. The so whole that's what's after him. Is that what three is? That's what I think it's about. Okay. The follow up. I don't know if it's the last one. They say it could be the last one. No, I saw. I heard some previews and or reviews, and they said that there's like a. It's a good setup for John Wick Four, and they already announced it. I think for 2021. Oh, I mean, they yeah, made so, a lot of money, so there's no way they're not making another one. Yeah, so John Wick 3 is out. Brightburn is going to be out this weekend. Friday. I'm yep. stoked about it because it's a horror movie, but in a superhero like setting theme. It's a superhero theme. It's a How old would you call it? A, a horror movie and a superhero theme? Well, it's definitely a horror movie first, but featuring a supervillain. Ah, there you go, super villain. <gasps> okay, not superhero. I'm sorry to all your listeners no. out there. He's okay. not. He's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <Superhero. laughs> I mean, he, all right. It's an anti. Well, he's a little kid, okay? He doesn't know what he's doing. He's not doing. a hero. He doesn't know what he's doing. Maybe he wants to be a hero, but he just doesn't know what's good and what's what's bad. Maybe on his planet, is he's on the on planet opposite, where opposite you do the opposite things on Earth. I don't think okay. it works that way with this guy. Okay, so, but what do you know about it? So, what I know about it is just pretty much from the trailers. Yeah. It looks like he's a troubled child that finds out that he's different from everyone. He's being bullied. It doesn't... Oh. At first, I thought it'd be like a like a male version of Carrie. Oh, yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem that way. It seems more like they're doing something different, which is fine, which is good. You know, he seems kind of crazy. Different. Right. But what I thought would have been more interesting to see if you remember that comic came out a while back. It was called Irredeemable. I love that comic, by the way. That was a good recommendation by you. Yes, Anyways, yes. everyone needs to go read that. The Irredeemable. Comic. Okay, go ahead. Continue. So, what are you going to say? So that actually shows more of a, what's the opposite of a redemption arc? So a, a person falling out of grace. So mm, he, Yeah. I think it, you see I, him come, become a bad guy. Yeah, and the, I get it. This is a horror movie, so you, the thing that doesn't work in a horror movie—if you know your—if you know the bad guy and, and you just know him—it's not scary anymore. What do you mean? If you know him, like if you know the bad guy, if you know the villain, the more you know about the villain, it doesn't become scary anymore because you know oh, what yeah. it is. The mystery is what makes you scared, right? That sense of unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think gonna that's why that's up. why I feel like it was you know that's why I like Irredeemable so much, is it gave people, I mean, it gave heroes, um, it showed them what it looks like on a bad day, you know, like, like we all have moments out there in life where we're just like we do something stupid and we're ashamed of it, like fuck, you know, I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done that, but if you were in a place of like where you know, where you're responsible for bigger things and the actions you should do is, uh, you know, it has a bigger impact like superheroes do, you know, like if, if they were just like careless, if they ran on emotion, if they, if they had all those negative human sides to what makes us humans, you know, they could fuck up a lot of shit, you know, like oh, yeah. jealousy, anger, um, 
you know, all this stuff. And that's what Irredeemable showed. But that's the thing. I hope Brightburn's kind of like that because it seems like – imagine if you were a little kid. Imagine if little kids had superpowers, how much shit they would destroy and how much stuff they would like just like – it would be chaos, right? My son is like throwing shit all the time. Imagine if he could throw things through walls. You know, my house would be destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) And if he was like emotion – like he cries all the time and if he cries it – tears the roof you know i hope brightburn is kind of like that it shows like what it'd be like to be a kid out of control you know i know i think it'll be good i I, did you uh well not did you but are you gonna watch it yeah i plan on watching it yeah yeah this weekend yep wait this weekend is is it memorial day weekend yeah oh shit i might be free but i'll need to get a babysitter so if i'm free i'll let you know because I want to watch John Wick right. 3 as well. Oh, yeah. And then the last one that's going to come out next week is Godzilla. Godzilla. What do you think about theaters. that? That's probably the most anticipated movie of the year for me. Yeah. I mean, Avengers is already over, so, but this is my movie. Why? why? Is it because it's kaijus? Yeah. So pacific rim 2 left a sour taste in my mouth and this... oh my god i was gonna watch it i didn't i didn't end up watching that yet is it good should i watch it oh no. pacific rim 2 yeah no okay it's not good, Damn <laughs> it's not good. okay i won't watch I mean, it I'll don't get me it. wrong I, I like watch it it's fun it's a fun movie but don't expect it to be anything to change the formula you know what i mean yeah but godzilla why do you why are you excited for this just to fill that kaiju void? To fill that kaiju fix. Definitely to get that go. fix. But more importantly, so the last movie, Godzilla, the first Godzilla movie, 2014, was mm-hmm. setting up for their own cinematic style, cinematic universe style movie. And oh, yeah. It only took them two movies. Two movies to get here. <laughs> well... How many monsters are in this one? I saw like so much. Do you think it's kind of like too monsters? soon to 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 show all those monsters? Yeah, they had like six different monsters that I saw from the previews. I mean, the let's be real. Let's be real. We're only really here to see giant monsters fuck shit up. So. Yeah, that's true. Man, we don't need stories. We don't need the story. You know, but I do want to understand how are they living on Earth? These many big ass monsters and they're just like hidden on Earth. You know, did they, did they show that in the original? How they all came on Earth, came to be, or what? So in the very original, I'm not I'm not the biggest. I'm not. I want to know all the stuff about it. But yeah. From what I remember or know is in the original Godzilla, he just appeared as a result of nuclear weapons. So that's just Godzilla. Yeah. But how about the other people? How about the other monsters that he fights? Like some of them came out from outer space. Oh, okay. So that makes more sense. Because I was, because yeah. I know there's a lot of Godzilla movies, and I'm just thinking, like, how oh, there, oh, like, there are like 50 lot. monsters on Earth and no one knows, just like coming out of nowhere. So it makes sense if they're coming from space, then. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So these trailers, so John Wick 3 is already out. Brightburn's coming out this week. Godzilla's next week. So everybody, go check out the trailers. Tell us what you think about them. And yeah, I think we're gonna watch all three of them, huh? There hasn't I been a movie. I'm, I'm seriously, I, I kind of not gonna watch Aladdin. I don't know about you. Yeah. I don't know when that is. That coming out soon? I think that's coming out that's soon. Coming right? out, I think it's coming out real soon too. So Aladdin, I don't know how I feel about. It. Okay, so of course the original is a classic. Nothing, nothing's gonna top it. Yeah, but it's. I am curious, but I would never. I won't watch. I won't touch it until the reviews come out. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably. I don't know. I'll, I'll wait on that. But um. But yeah. I haven't seen any of Disney remakes. Have you seen any of them? <laughs> That's true. I haven't seen any of them either. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Lion King though for sure. I love Lion, Lion King. King. Everyone loves I, Lion King. You know. know. You know. It's a, it's a rip off, right? You know they ripped off Kimba the White Lion. Is that that on Netflix? No. Kimba the White Lion. Have you heard of Kimba the White Lion? No. So it's an old Japanese Japanese uh, manga that they adapt into an anime movie. Yeah, it's not uh, on Netflix. Is it? I don't know. I haven't. Oh, it might be. It could be. 
Kimba? Look, Kimba, the white okay. lion, has the same story beats in everything. And it's pretty well known that Disney copied them, and oh. Disney still to this day has not acknowledged that. Oh my god. Wait, is, is it Japanese or Chinese, original Chinese? It's Japanese. Okay. Well, you know, we pretty... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but... What was I going to say? <laughs> I was I was going to go into this whole rant about World War II in Japan. <laughs> and America took over and they just took everything from Japan and left them to be a, a country that's... Um, like a, they left them in a childlike state. Uh, Goodbye, Japanese this is another rant. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know about Kimbo, but I know about Kimbo Slice. Remember him? Kimbo Slice? Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. I was about to, but I just just remembered it. Uh, so that is, um, so yeah, that's our segment for. Uh, we're gonna call this um, speaking of. So speaking of this week, and uh, and yeah, so we're gonna. That's how we're gonna format things. We're gonna have uh, the beginning of um, our podcast now with the update, and then uh, now we're gonna go into uh, the the topic of podcast that we're gonna that we picked or we're deciding to talk about and this this uh this topic is gonna be or this episode is gonna be actually about relationships right and relationships relationships. and um what it's our experiences um what it's like to live with a geek or like um well, at least I think my wife and my, you know, my previous uh, relationships were probably like, mm-hmm. uh, or what they thought. But um, yeah, overall, just like relationships in um, dating, a, I would say a nerd or a geek. I still kind of, that seems kind of weird to, la- to put a label on it. Let's just it, say someone you have common interests with. How about that? No, I mean, like, because for me. And I'm pretty sure for a lot of people that are interested in things that we do, like our hobbies, you know, mm-hmm. other than finding a perfect person that also loves video games, also loves comic books, also loves like the movies you watch, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of really hard to hit all those bullet points. So you have to kind of like meet somewhere in the middle um, with other things like maybe you like sports. You know, maybe you guys are interested in the same, like you, maybe you have the same career, you know, like a same career path or um, something else that binds you together. But right. um, sometimes I feel like, and okay, so like in my experience, right, um, if you don't have the same, if you have like one common interest that got you together right let's say um uh this dude like i know my relationship in the past right like i had a person that was really into mmos but she was really into mmos just because of her brother right she wanted to be close to her brother but then she didn't love she didn't like to play games at all right she didn't like to do any of that so that I, I feel like in a sense, then that relationship, we didn't have any connection. Like we didn't have any good, uh, um, no basis. What's the word I'm looking? yeah, like a, no, there's no good basis on it. Right. So, uh, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, some people like Legos, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'm getting distracted, <laughs> but, uh, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> you were saying something about the, Connections can change. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of things. To, okay, so for me, I feel like when you're in a relationship, there's a lot of other um, things that you have to connect in a deeper level, right? Like you need to have mm-hmm. mutual respect. Mm-hmm. And um, you also have to have like, don't set your expectations too high, you know? And kind of also be courteous to the other person because – what I tend to see, at least with like people, I don't want to say like people like us, because it makes it seem like, I don't know, this doesn't sound right. But like what I've seen with like at least um, like geeks or, 
or like gamers, for example, mm-hmm. right? They're really into gaming, but they don't really understand like why they have to fucking take out their girlfriend to dinner once in a while. You know, come on, you know, like, like when I when like back in the day when I hear people talk about it, like, like my my homegirls complaining or like some of like friends that I see um, that just spend time gaming, you know, like, oh, okay, you're on World of Warcraft twenty four seven. Like this is when World of Warcraft's popular, right? And right. it's like. Dude, you're always on it. Your girlfriend complains like that you're not spending time with her. Like, dude, that's something you have to realize. You have to manage time, right? So, so I don't know. What What do you think? So that brings up a Before good I go point. Rambling off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bring up a good point. It's, it's this: in a relationship, I don't think it's that important to have common interests. What? <laughs> no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. I think it's a great thing. Of course, it's like more, but it's more of a cherry on top, really, to make a good relationship work. Yeah, it's really about you sharing, sharing common common value. That's what because with interest, like stuff. You common and I value, like, like like what, like um, like you want to raise a child. What yeah, kind of beliefs you have. Okay, okay, yeah, that's that is super important. See, the thing about interest is. You can have your friends, like you can have your friends. That's what friends are for, right? Yeah. You can we can talk about certain things. Your girlfriend or wife might not like certain things, but that's why you have your friends to talk about yeah. things that you have interest in. Of course, if your if your significant other also likes the same stuff, that's great. That's even better. Yeah. Right. But then even better too is that you can have you and your partner can find things. Now, yeah. Now that you both have different interests, you can share different things, experience different things, but more importantly, you can find things together. Yeah. But what if your interests and your hobbies is what you are, you know? Because I've, you know, I've seen it a couple times where, like, this is them, you know, like, if someone's really into Magic the Gathering, right? They want to spend every weekend. After they work on the weekends, that they think about going to Frankenstein's. Just want to, you know, be there the whole day till it opens. From when it's open till it closes, playing cards, you know, and then uh, and then doing the exact same thing the next day, you know, like wouldn't it? I don't know. If, I, I, you know, I don't know how it feel like on the girls' perspective, but I feel like you know there are some things that as you get older too, you know, you kind of you kind of want to, I guess, bright, broaden your horizon. Is that what I'm looking for? I don't know. Like, that's a thing for me. Like, I feel like me and you are kind of round, well-rounded Around guys. It, that, yeah. but also our, our what what we are is like we're really into our hobbies, but we also, um, you know, are into other things. You know, like you're into art. You like drawing. Mm-hmm. You're really into you know all that i mm-hmm. you know am into like i'll watch mma i'll do something i don't know go out and go to a bar or some shit you know you'll go to a bar and get drunk or whatever you know and like to me i feel like i don't that's the thing i don't know if it's uh if it's um i don't know where i'm going with this <laughs> but what i'm saying is Cause like, I think, cause I mean, going off what you're saying where you need a good, um, um, more, is it more, what did you say it was like raising a child and family values? What is that? Yeah. Like good common values. Right. But that should be, that should be like standard across the board where like you want someone that cares about family. You want someone that raises a child correctly, you know, that have like specific standards that you guys could discuss and meet um in the middle you know obviously if someone wants a kid and the other person doesn't then yeah you know that's where you have to decide like okay i want to be with this person or not but like i think like as you as you start a relationship you start to realize um okay this person's really into family or this person is not this person is really into like the upbringing of their child or if they're not you know person is uh responsible or if they're not you know that's the kind of like thing normal things that you kind of look for 
but then that's where interest kind of um, keeps the relationship um, consistent. You know, but it's, that, here's the thing. Here's a counter to that. I feel like it's okay for interest to change because you two together, you're, you're going to be working on improving that foundation together all the yeah. time. So it's okay for those things to change because people people do change. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But as you get older, your perspective changes. Yeah. You see different things that you don't that you didn't really see before. So is that is that, uh, is, that is that something? Um, cause to me, I feel like that is more of like a personality or compatibility, not much of like, int- like, I, I agree with you that interests change, you know, as you get, uh, okay. as a relationship progresses. Right. But right. then if your character, if you're not compatible with that person, then, despite common interest, do you think that that relationship's like bound to not work out? Right. Am I making any sense right now? I need some water or something. I have been <laughs> fasting. And I, I haven't, I, I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. <laughs> seeing visions. Seeing visions. I'm, I'm, I have headaches. <laughs> All right. I have, so, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So what I'm saying is, okay, this is what I'm trying to get to. All right. After all that rambling for (laughs) 10 minutes or whatever, (laughs) what I'm saying is, yes, when you start a relationship, you need core values, right? You need to have common common core values. But then having same good interests, um, it could – I feel like it it makes the relationship – I would say just gives the thing things to do. Yeah. Right? And the like, thing too is you need to make sure you have a partner. Okay. This is one thing that you need to make sure you have. Okay. So that's, I, I, I totally agree with Kenny. You okay. need to find someone that has the same core values. Correct. And as far as interest goes, you need someone that respects your interests. You know, they, and you need someone that understands why you like it. Okay. So okay, they don't okay. have right, to well, like it. They don't have to like that you like gaming. They don't have to like that you buy a three hundred dollar sideshow collectible um, <laughs> Punisher uh, six scale figures exclusives with uh, interchangeable guns and hands. But <laughs> they need to know why you're buying all that <laughs> shit, right? Because you it's your hobby and you like it, <laughs> right? <laughs> And you, you know, before you even met them, this is what you did. All right, you bought all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, just a note: we made this podcast to tell our partners this is why we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, because that's the one thing I hated with my ex, my with like some of my exes was like after we broke up, then it all came out like. I even fucking like gaming, you know, that was, I have blah, 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 you know, like I had to endure all that shit, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, dude, you're the one that was like asking me to play like Mario Kart and shit and like, and like wanting to go to Comic-Con and stuff, you know, like, are you for real? You know, so, yeah, and that's, that's the thing, like, like even right now with like, uh, with my wife, like she, she likes she likes gaming. She likes um um doing the things that we yeah. <laughs> the thing is like we just have PJ now, you know, having a kids a whole new podcast episode that I could do. But um yeah, she got pretty far in uh Legend of Zelda, you know, she was she was my cheerleader when I was playing um <laughs> Monster Hunter cuz she was prego eating and uh she would just sit down and watch me uh play Monster Hunter. That's and that's one thing Monster Hunter will always be have a soft spot in my heart because uh, I was playing that game throughout the pregnancy, and that always remind me of my son. <laughs> but yeah, she's she generally enjoys like watching and like uh, and uh, playing uh, games with me, and you know that's the thing too. Like we are compatible as far as like we love the same music. You know, she was really into like 
I don't know if she's really into it, but she played a lot of Street Fighter back in the day. And we and we kind of like touch bases there. And she's really into L.A. Noir. Um, nice, nice. But yeah, yeah. Going to that point, I think it's really important. Number one thing. I mean, even if they don't don't like it, I do think it's important to make an effort to be, if not not interested, but at least give it a chance, right? Just give it a yeah. chance in your partner's hobbies and interests. Maybe it's something you like, but you're really doing it. Something you would never like yourself. Yeah. But because you care about your partner, you wanna you wanna show them that you care and just go take that extra effort and just try it. Right. Yeah. There's nothing more heartbreaking than wanting to share something with someone and they just flat out refuse it. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's why like I go back to like disrespect their hobbies, you know? And and that goes for like us too you know like um let's see what's what's the hobby that i don't get but she's into um she has she really likes to buy shit on offer up and research on stuff i don't know what else but like for me like oh let's say um like I was into photography, but she was really more into photography, right? So I, I kind of right. like, I was looking into it. I was like, okay, you know, I, I, I'm a type of person that like, if someone tells me they like something, I'll research it and I'll like see what it's about. I'm like, okay, this right. is cool. I understand why this could be, um, you know, appealing to somebody. And that's all you need to be. Like, no matter who you are, you know, like make sure you acknowledge your partner and, mm-hmm. um, you know, you understand why they like something and if you're not into it just be there and support them you know mm-hmm. and um and that's the thing like for me too the opposite end of it is like but don't be too um don't be too what's the word i'm looking for like fake too whipped <laughs> in a <laughs> sense where like it changes you you know cuz i've been in relationships where it changed me like i wasn't I wasn't being the person that I am, you know, where I like to game. I was kind of like um, embarrassed or ashamed to to geek out about shit that I like, you know. And that's something you want to totally avoid, you know. Like, don't think you should. Go for your partner. If it's someone you truly care about, you would never hide. You always be hundred percent honest. Yeah, but that's the thing. You know, when you first start dating, you, you you don't know what you your common interests are. You know, you just you just met you just meet somehow. Let's say you're oh okay. You know, you you strike a conversation um, in line at a Starbucks or some shit, and then you and then say a funny joke. You get to know each other, and then you mention oh yeah, you know like you mentioned a reference from x-men you know and then she says oh comic books yeah that's kind of weird you know that's like for kids and then you just kind of let it slide you're like oh yeah you know i don't really i don't read it that much but then in reality you fucking collect every wednesday you buy a new comic book you know and then the next thing happens you go on dates you get to know each other and then they're like and then you talk about oh yeah you know next episode of game of thrones is gonna be pretty crazy and then they're like oh yeah i don't really watch tv you know i don't watch um game of thrones blah blah blah. and then you're just like oh yeah you know yeah it's kind of overrated you know i only watched like a couple episodes you know i see that happening in relationships too where um you try to change yourself just to accommodate the other person but Mm -hmm. then there's a point in a relationship where you have to like figure out like okay you know maybe this isn't maybe we're not compatible in a sense in that kind of sense you know like um you're someone's always criticizing the other person and that's when you have to kind of stand up for yourself and and uh draw the line you know but then we've heard what you and i know plenty of examples where those relationships work too i don't what relationships like that work i don't i don't know i don't know something on tv that i saw <laughs> fake yeah but I, I, I think a good relationship is if you can see yourself change into a better person. I think. I think that's true. That. Yeah, you always want to. You want to either be in a relationship that makes you a better person, or kind of uh, 
makes you happy being yourself, right? Those are like the top two things I, I would say is to reflect on that, to see if you're a better person or you enjoy being yourself around this person, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was yeah, the like, good segment. I think it was. Just remember, you want to be in a relationship where you're comfortable, comfortable enough to fart around them without repercussion. Uh, you know, that's when you know you guys are Facebook serious is when you oh, yeah. fart in front of each other, you know. That's yeah. how you know. So, <laughs> so, so um, we always end the podcast now with a core question. We're running up on uh, almost the hour mark. And uh, today's core question, you want to read the, today's core question, Kenny? Do you have it up? Where is sure. it? Sure. Let me, okay, it you is. got it. Is the game industry as bad as some people say? What's true about it? Is it worth it? What do you say? Let me open up. Uh, is the game industry as bad as people say? What is tr- what's true about it? Or and is it worth it? Okay, so one, I'm not in the gaming industry, okay. <laughs> but living in Orange County near Blizzard and in LA near a lot of. Uh, I think it's a lot of um, QA. Because um, all I know is like people that are in QA, QA farms. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what it feels like, right? Yeah. So I don't know. From my experience, um, I think I said it on the previous podcast, is that there's a lot of uh, bro, um, bro culture. culture. Yep. And um, like what happened to that riot thing that you're talking about? Did anything ever happen from it? I don't think anything happened from it. Yeah. I I don't think anything's going to happen from it. And unfortunately, you know, um, a lot of people want to be in the game industry. So they'll start off being a QA or a junior position and they'll treat you like shit unless you're in like a, in a, in a um, small, um, game company, you know, where they value individual people. But if you're in a big one where they're just churning out people and keeping the top talent, like you really need to be really fucking good or you're just going to, they're just going to treat you like shit. And there's like, it's really clicky from what I understand. There's like a, mm-hmm. you, you, you're part of the click or you're not, you know, I don't know. With a lot of things. Yeah. But gaming, gaming is kind of like, I feel like worse because like you get those people that are really into like games and then, but I guess that's what you want as someone working, you know, that's really into your game. And then you get people that are really like top talent that don't really know about the game, Mm -hmm. about games. And then you just have like your, your normal, like your normal people that don't, that just want to be in the gaming industry, but then, I don't know. For me, I feel like I, for me, from what I understand is like, it's pretty hard to work at a big company because they just treat you. Um, they don't treat you that well. Yeah. At least in the gaming industry. I want to speak from a consumer side. I feel like it's gotten pretty terrible in terms of the AAA space is that they're, you're already paying $60 for a video game, full price video game. And on top Mm -hmm. of that, you're paying, you're expected to pay more on top of it now as a service it's like me and my girlfriend we play game we play destiny we play we pay we pay the money for is for a live service which is fine i mean i don't a lot of people disagree with that but i feel like i'm getting my money's worth but certain things nowadays with the internet and communication you have direct communication with developers and they just don't listen they just don't listen. Like you want feedback. You want I am the core customer and you don't listen to me. And yeah. you're expecting me to buy all these things and swallow them up. And I, I just don't I just don't feel comfortable supporting Bungie that way. But that's the thing, like there's a lot of moving parts, you know, especially us both working, you know, like there's politics, there's like it's just a bunch of moving parts that you can't really just say, like, if you identify something wrong, you can't just be like, oh, you know, we need to change this and then ex- expect everything to happen. You know, you have to go through, um, you have to go through all this, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Bureaucracy? Bureaucracy. Yeah. Change control. <laughs> and that's the thing. So like when when a lot of people are, uh, they want a specific change, they have to kind of evaluate to see if, are these people just crying or are is this really legit? You know, like Anthem, for example. Right. The Anthem fucked up real bad. And, uh, and now, I don't even know how many people are playing Anthem, but from the beginning, it seemed like it was a game that was unfinished and a lot of people voiced their concerns and there was like silence. And, um, you know, it turned out there was that piece from Kotaku that said like a lot of people didn't even know what the game was about. The first time they saw it was like was when E3? they, yeah, E3 and they're like, Oh, this is what I've been working on, you know? So stuff like that, like, I think it's in every, um, industry or any work mm-hmm. environment that, you know, it could be bad. It could be good. But the problem I think with gaming industry is like, everybody want to wants to work there. So there's always like an available amount of people that you could hire to work in the gaming industry. But sometimes too, you run into a handful of people that um, bad eggs, bad are bad eggs are just like super loyal. I mean, super loyal fans are cool, but it doesn't mean they'll be good employees, you know, cause they'll be, yeah either too opinionated they'll either be they don't understand like what it takes to make the game like there's finances involved there's like um you know there's uh there's a lot of there's a lot of moving gears again like i said you know and some people just don't get it they just think okay you know you do this and you can make the, you can change the game you know um but that's the thing that's a good thing that we should do we should get somebody from the gaming industry and tell us like what they what they think you know um yeah, but for me you know, okay, so one thing I could I would say is if you want to work in the gaming industry, learn a skill that could be used in a other industry, you know, not just the gaming industry. So like if you're learning coding or if you're learning like 3D modeling, you know, you could also probably work for um uh an application yep. uh company, animation or movie special effects because you know how to use the programs that are industry standard for gaming, for movies, for applications or whatever. So that's my, you know, to whoever wrote this on Quora, you know, um, I think it is worth it if you learn a skill that could be used in uh, other industries. But I don't know if you're just a specific concept designer for monsters. I don't know. That could be used somewhere else, right? Yeah. Yeah. Reading so, cards, you know, oh yeah. toy designs, anything. There you go. So Sky's yeah. the limit. So that's uh that's my two cents. Well, do you have anything to, to add to this uh Quora no. question? I don't personally work in the game industry. <laughs> yeah, both of us we don't. <laughs> but I think there are things to improve I think there are good and bad in any industry. But I still think it's an exciting industry because it's so fast paced. Yeah. But with that fast paced growth and money and all that stuff involved, people's greed do get ahead of themselves. Oh man. And and it's just time. People go in there because they want to make a great game and they like yeah. games. I think I think people need to recapture that energy because I think it shows. It shows when people are passionate about a project and everyone on the team involved making those games. Yeah. The same vision and passion, and you can feel it as a player. You can definitely feel it. And I think the best space for that right now are all the indie indie games. There you go. I was about to mention that. Yeah. You know, if you if you can pull up a couple of your buds, be in the garage, turn out a good game, go on Kickstarter, you know, get some funding. There's a lot of games too. There's a lot of good indie games that came out. I think Witcher was started as an indie, right? Witcher, CD Projekt Red, yeah. Yeah, Witcher 1. No. It was a small small team, I think. I think it was. And then it became something super epic. Yeah. So that's, uh, I think that was good. That was a good, uh, that was a good, um, gave some good points for that. And that was a good show. So we're wrapping it up. This was uh, episode four. Thank you for the two Russian bots and uh, 
the three people that accidentally clicked on our podcast <laughs> anybody else that listened through it you know we appreciate you guys and then uh yep. always if there's any feedback you could leave in any of the comment sections if we have any up go ahead and say hi so we know that you guys aren't russian bots and uh yep. again we are on stitcher oh, i still need to do itunes google um stitcher google play soundcloud oh, i need to i need to upload the other soundcloud episodes shit um and uh one more other thing google play stitcher and something else soundcloud and something else i forgot what they are I but you can also go to our site spotify oh there you go spotify there you go and then uh you also listen to us on holdupafk.com uh you could also follow us on instagram maybe we'll do a twitter but uh yep so thank you guys and uh we will talk to you guys next week thanks remember hold up hold up guys okay <laughs> peace yeah